I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody see that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Pat, welcome back. Sammy Joe, thank you for that welcome. I'm happy to be back here on this podcast. We kicking and streaming. Kicking and streaming. This is episode 105. We took a week hiatus that was unplanned. That's okay. Things happen. Life happens. Yeah. My schedule got a little out of control last week, and I ended mm-hmm. up doing a lot of late nights, so I had no time for these shows, these Lost and Buffies. So, you know, I had to, uh, sadly, I had to cancel on Sammy Joe. It's okay. Seems like you were okay with it. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine, Sometimes right? It's nice to have a little break. Yeah, we just had to weed through all of that angry email uh, from our listeners and patrons. They're very upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just emailing left and right, just angered. And center. And look, I'd apologize, but... Life happens. <laughs> Life happens, all right? And I'm wearing pizza on my head, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, we were uh, messing with the Zoom filters once again. It's just one of those things you have to do every couple of months. You just got to try yeah, them on for size. Them. Yeah, and you never and know I had when pizza they're gonna. For dinner, so I'm wearing a pizza hat. It's appropriate. It's fine. You got to put pizza on your head when you wear when you eat uh, pizza at night. I think that's a rule. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, but we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, Sammy. How'd you how'd you handle that extra week off in your life without all this podcasting? Um, I just watched some other things. Oh, really? You just you just filled the void with yeah other trash TV. Mostly we're just watching Community. Oh, okay. We had started The Last of Us, I think I told you, but it is a little bit too much. A little too much for what? Me. Too scary? Just a little too, too much scary. for me. Well, I... don't think I, it's that scary. I think it's quite mild. It's just that it's it hits on a very specific fear for me. Yeah. Okay, Pat, because like for a long time... Like pandemic fears? Not even pandemic fears. Zombie fears. Apocalypse. No. Like mold fears. Mold fears. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I guess I, it's fungus. That's cordyceps. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I lived in my dad's basement for a while, and <laughs> yes. it was like, you know, he like redid it. and It was like finished and everything. It was very nice. Um, but it wasn't very but nice. <laughs> it wasn't very nice, and I definitely like got a lot of sinus infections then, and. There's centipedes and all kinds of stuff. But one day I woke up, went to shower, and there was like this yellow mold puff Mm. coming out the side of the shower stall. Yeah, that's no good. (laughs) I had never seen that mold before, that kind of mold. Never seen it since. mold puff. This is a chapter in your book. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I went upstairs and I was like, Dad? I'm done living in the basement, so find somewhere else to put me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, got a different room in the house. And then I just, I like always had this fear in the back of my mind that I breathed in mold spores. Uh-huh. And someday they'll just grow out of me and turn yeah. my lungs into fungus. Yeah, you think it just kind of sits there and And then, like, you know, I forgot about that. I forgot about that after a while because that was years ago. And then The Last of Us. Like, over a decade ago at this point. And then Last of Us, 
And I was like, oh my God, this is making visual all of the fears that I ever had in regards to living in the basement. Very interesting. And it was just, I had a very visceral reaction to it and I just couldn't, okay. just couldn't handle it. All right. Well, but I got to I got through the third episode because after watching two of them, I was texting with a friend and I I told her about that. And she was like, wow, yeah, that is a really specific fear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I know it's crazy. I understand. But like, I just it just makes me really uncomfortable to watch this. Right. And she was like, well, the next episode is a breath of fresh air. So I watched it and it was great because it's got Nick Offerman in it and it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, so I told Dave, uh, just right now, I just can't handle watching that okay. at this moment. All right. But, you know, maybe give me some time. Maybe you'll catch up to me. I only watched the first five episodes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we watched three, so. Okay. Well, once you I get up to I t- five, I, let I gave me know. Him permission. I gave him permission to keep watching it without me. Oh, really? Yeah, because that, he was like. kind of like jumping ship. I'll, maybe I'll come back to it. But then you're going to have to watch it alone. Will. Or you're going to have to force That's him to fine. watch it a second time. It's fine. It's fine. I watch a lot of things alone. Okay. There's a lot of stuff that I like that he doesn't. He just, he usually does not uh, watch TV on his own. Like it's just, if he's spending time on his own, it's usually playing video games. So tonight I was like, hey, why don't you watch Last of Us while I'm recording? <laughs> and he's like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know if he's actually doing he that. smashes but... a plate against the kitchen he... wall. He also is just not really as into TV as I am. Yeah. Um, but he was like, so many people like want to talk to me about the show. And blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, okay, well, then watch it by yourself. I don't care. <laughs> and I think he was just like, what? How? <laughs> so Sounds like know, a trick. Maybe he'll watch them tonight. It's a trap, Dave. No. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> I'll come. I'll come back around to it. I just, you know. Yeah. I just need a little space. Okay. Just need to digest what's going on digest there. Digest some mold spores. And then I <laughs> And then I'll come back to it when I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, what about you? You you just worked, huh? I just worked. I put in a lot yeah. of hours last week. It was one of them long right. weeks. Long weeks. Yeah. But we did do some traveling with the family. Oh. Nice. Yeah, we for went and saw some family for Easter. Yeah, we had nice. some had some good food, some hams. Mm-hmm. Mm, me too. Yeah, it was a good one. And uh, yeah, that was good. Had 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 an extra day off at work, and yeah, and then we're right back in it. We almost Here had we to are. push this episode a little bit, but uh, I know. You know what? I fo- I forged forward, Sammy Joe. You did. It was yeah. funny. You texted me this morning yeah that you had watched lost and i was like oh that's funny i saw josh holloway this morning too yeah because he was in a community episode he was he was a gunslinger or something it was perfect yeah as soon as they introduced him i was like is that sawyer and oh, then snap. they like close up and i'm like oh, it is Sawyer." yeah yeah that yeah. was really fun that was one of those paintball episodes right so yes yeah. it's the uh season two like two-part finale he's just okay. in the first part two-pata yeah, but it's great because they make a joke. They're like, oh, he's so handsome. He's like good. You know, he's he looks good enough for for like network TV or something. <laughs> they made some jokes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Great actor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, it's no him on Angel, but. What? Still. 
Anyways. Anyways, <laughs> shall we get started? I think we should get started there, Sammy Joe. What do you say we get into Buffy? Buffy. This week, we watched Buffy Season 6, Episode 10, Wrecked. Wrecked. Followed, following the events of Smashed. Smashed, Wrecked. It'd be funny if every episode from here on out was just, what? what's that considered? Adverb? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever you call that. English. Yeah, uh, it's just an adjective. Adjective? All right. Yeah. What's an adverb? An adverb describes a they, verb. Them? No. No, what? An <laughs> adverb describes a verb. Okay. So it's like slowly, quickly. Slowly. Wrecked. Slowly ran. Reckly? Reckless? Wreck. All right. You know what? It's an adjective. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, wrecked is... Past tense. It is past tense. It's a past tense verb. Yeah. Wrecked. Wrecked. Right. I don't know, man. It's been a long time since I studied grammar, but I feel like past tense verb. <laughs> grammar. That's the word I was looking for earlier. <laughs> I was like, it's good English? No, that's not it. <laughs> no. I was looking for grammar. Let's not, um, let's not, let's just bulldoze right through this. Yeah. And also, you know what? Mm. Grammar mm. overrated. All right. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out know. there. It's overrated. All right. I don't think so. Look at how we text with each other. We we I uh, text using proper grammar. Yeah, because you're you know a weirdo with the pizza slice on her head. Okay, yes. enough said, <laughs> Sammy Joe. Most people they get a shorthand about it. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's some things. I mean, I say LOL. <laughs> I say I usually throw a Z at the for end for lots of love. I, I say lols because that's funnier. Anyways. My uncle for a long time thought LOL meant lots of love. <laughs> right. You've told me that. <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet uncle. Sweet, sweet. Okay. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about this, okay? Yeah. So let's... Wrecked originally Wrecked. aired on November 27, 2001. It was written by Marty Noxon and directed by David Solomon. Okay. Uh, your predictions from episode 103, you said Willow is locked into the darkness now that everyone has split apart, this is a perfect time for her to go even darker into the yeah. rabbit hole. They're all ghosting Willow a little. We're going to be emo everybody for a few episodes. Willow will try to reach back out to Tara. They'll have one more fallout fight and that will send her into a rage. Maybe something bad happens to Tara and mm. Willow blames herself even more because she couldn't protect her. Mm. I brought that back because... There's like a little bit of stuff kind of. Really yeah, to, yeah. You know? It's tangential. Gentle. Um, gentle. And then last. Tangential. 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 I cannot say that See? word. <laughs> there you go. You can write it. Tangential. You can't say it. Tangential. Okay, there's going to be <laughs> last episode you said. <laughs> there's going to be a whole back and forth thing with Buffy and Spike. Buffy will say they shouldn't be doing it. And you said it's not a love thing. It'll go back and forth. They'll play cold and then they'll do it again. It'll be a sleaze fest <laughs> on UPN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you also said Willow is going to continue to get darker. She and Amy will corrupt each other and be bad girls. <laughs> As uh, as this is keeps... slowly becoming the my favorite part of the episodes. 
just, just you recapping your my ridiculous predictions <laughs> um okay and da, 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 uh tara will keep tabs with dawn and and their paths will cross when Willow is being the baddest, and it will break Tara's heart even more, and yeah. that will send Willow into the spiral. There we go. It's spiral time. The trio will keep coming back. Maybe Willow will team up with them. She, you said she can't stay anywhere else, so they take her in and play board games together, and she tries to impress them with her dark magic, and that gets them into more trouble. Yes. Oh, These are all just episodes I want to see. Mm, yeah. I know. I would write a really great season of Buffy. I you think can. we should write a fan fiction season. Oh, I would love that. Right? Yeah. I bet it would do gangbusters. I would love nothing more than yeah? to do that. Are you allowed to like monetize that? Or probably not. Mm, I don't think intellectual so. Property. <laughs> it's intellectual property. Intellectual <laughs> property, yeah. Yeah, but isn't it a parody of sorts? But I feel like you should know that. What about parody <laughs> laws? Weird Al gets away with it. Why can't we do yeah. it? Yeah. Script form. You know? Well, I don't know. You'll have to find out what the parody laws are. Yeah. Episode one, Angel bites it big time. <laughs> <laughs> Just clean, you don't know. Clean Maybe up the he seasons. does at the end of Angel. Just going to clean clean up this whole show the way I want to mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. Magically, uh, what's her name? She comes back. The what? Uh, who? The girl who died. Giles' old squeeze. Oh, Jenny Calendar. Jenny Calendar comes back. Episode two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah anyways okay. there's a lot more i'm trying to make a pun about a calendar with that but i yeah i can't think of one she comes back she's just like that was a leap year <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh no oh yeah talking about leap years that's what's <laughs> happening in lost <laughs> but we'll get to that that's what i call a teaser Teaser. Mm -hmm. right now we're talking about buffy and let me tell you about this episode okay this episode opens on cartoons on the tv tara and dawn wake up on the couch to discover that they've slept all night and neither buffy nor willow came home Hmm. Uh uh-oh i felt like this was like home alone where like kevin McAllister wakes up and he's like i made my family disappear yeah i thought they were gonna start saying that yeah. Uncle Frank? But Mom? They didn't. Dad? I mean, they do look around and they call for Buffy and Willow, but... Right. Yeah. They're like, let's so, eat ice cream and popcorn and jump on the bed. I mean, Tara is still an adult. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. If it was just Dawn, maybe that's what she would do. But... <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> she does make some stupid decisions this episode, which we'll get to. Okay. But anyway, it's a far cry from last season when Buffy didn't let Dawn out of her sight, you know? Oh, yeah. Then we cut to Buffy waking up naked in the rubble of the wrecked house. Sleaze Cuts house. Cuts all over her. Sleaze house. <laughs> <laughs> she lets out a mortified, disgusted, oh, my God. Yeah. And then we get the intro. After the intro, Buffy pulls on her clothes while Spike taunts her, and she tells him last night was the end of this freak show. Spike pulls her down to him, and they start making out again. Yeah. She tries to pull away, but he points out that the sun is up, so he's stuck there. So she gives in, and they keep kissing until he says, I knew. I knew the only thing better than killing a slayer would be... And then (laughs) Buffy says, what? She shoves him away and gets up angrily. Shut your mouth, Spike. (laughs) (laughs) She says, is that what this is about? 
doing a slayer and he points out that she is a vampire groupie um and that vampires get her hot and she says only one vampire got her hot and that spike is just convenient they go back and forth for a bit and spike says i may be dirt but you're the one who likes to roll in it slayer you never had it so good as me never buffy promises to kill him if he tells anyone about what they did and spike holds up her underwear (laughs) yeah see this hot torrid sleaze fest sammy joe so she punches him in the face and then we cut back to the summer's house where tara is making pancakes very wholesome (laughs) yeah (laughs) amy and willow enter from the kitchen door and willow is saying that It'll wear off in a day uh, or and then she catches sight of Tara and Tara nervously explains that Buffy didn't come home either. And Willow introduces Amy and she's like, Amy, the rat, you know, so like probably so Tara doesn't think that she's like already seeing someone. Yeah. And Amy starts babbling about how powerful Willow is, which, of course, is not what Tara wants to hear. So Tara leaves. Spilling all the beans. Yep. Uh, Magic beans. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Sure. <laughs> because beanstalks. Yeah, magic. Yeah. Yeah, you you got it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Tara. <laughs> Tara runs out, rushing past a limping Buffy. Uh, and Buffy goes into the kitchen and says that she had an all-nighter fight. But, you know, they don't need to worry. There's no big bad. It's fine. Because it was Spike. Oh. But that's not what she says. Oh, okay. But she All just right. said they don't have to worry about oh, it. Oh, got it. All right. Okay. I thought you yeah, probably yeah, needed yeah, some yeah. explaining. What? Willow admits that she was also out all night, but that she wouldn't have been if she knew Buffy was going to be gone. And they both look very guilty. And then the pancake burns. Ugh. Willow I'll, excuses I'll herself still eat to a go to burnt sleep. pancake. No problem. Nah, that I thing wouldn't. Was, what? You no. pass on that? I would definitely pass on that. That thing wasn't like charbroiled. It was all right. It was burnt. Yeah, it had a little black on it. That's yeah, still that's a good not, pancake. Not for me, it's not. Why not? I, it's fine. I'm not going to eat that. Just smother it in some more uh, maple syrup. You soak it. No, then it just tastes like burnt. Burnt maple syrup? I don't want burnt anything. Uh, so picky. <laughs> I just like pancakes that are well cooked well yeah you just you wash that down with a normal pancake Mm. just put it down sammy jones (laughs) (laughs) waste not want not that's what they say yeah well i could i mean i would just scrape off the burnt okay okay that's what i would do i eat it all right i would turn to you and say you gotta eat that burnt on your plate there that you scraped off i say no okay go vacuum yeah Why'd you dust it over here? Put it on my burnt pancake. There we go. Double burnt. And then extra syrup. You'd what? And all the burnt flakes would just fly everywhere. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of magical. Yeah. All right. Willow excuses herself to go to sleep, and Amy leaves to go to her dad's house, and Buffy checks with Dawn to make sure she's okay before she heads to sleep, too. And Dawn's like, oh, I guess I'll go find some awake people. Because I don't have any friends and I can't entertain myself. Don, get a Game Boy. Yeah, come on, Don. Yeah. Learn how to play some video games. Jump okay? on a- AOL. AOL was hot back then. Yeah. You know you were using AIM. Yeah, for come sure. Come on. Come on. 
in Willow's room. She tries to use magic to close her curtains, but it doesn't work. So she has to get up and schlep over and do it manually like a schmucks. Yeah. She said, uh, Claudette, and it didn't work. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Later at the magic box, Buffy, Xander, and Anya are still looking into a demon who freezes things and likes diamonds, but they're coming up with nothing because it's not a demon, obviously. Oh, wait. One more thing about the curtains. Okay. I was thinking... Uh, <laughs> Didn't think we were going to get stuck on that, but okay. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say it's kind of curtains for her and Tara now, in it? Okay. All right. That was worth it. That was worth it to go back for. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh xander tries to get anya's attention and then he discovers that she's got a wedding magazine tucked into her book the old (laughs) tuck a magazine into your book routine you want to hear something funny sammy joe you used to do that all the time at school no but we once we caught that would not surprise me if you had an english teacher who had the cliff notes book buried <gasps> inside of one of the books that we were supposed to be reading she oh had, my god and then as she was reading it reading from it the book jacket came down a little bit and the big yellow you know it had like kind of like yeah. caution tape print on those cliff yeah. cliff notes yep. books everyone noticed it and started snickering and then she oh my god she was outed yeah and she's wow. like look i just i use it for notes okay <laughs> I remember like that was a whole thing where it was like you could not have cliff notes. It was like banned. Like, oh, yeah. It was so bad. So bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I didn't falter for it, though. I was like, mm, I don't know. I mean, I think it makes sense for teachers to have it as like a yeah. reference and also just to, you know, catch kids who do, who are using right. cliff notes. Like I use this for research to catch all you fools. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, who's a schmuck now? Yeah, how about that? Cash me outside. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, Xander scolds Anya, and Buffy asks what's up, and Xander says, Anya has a theory. She thinks that Martha Stewart froze that guy. And Anya says, don't be ridiculous. Martha Stewart isn't a demon. She's a witch. And Xander says, please, she... Really? And Anya says, of course. Nobody could do that much decoupage without calling on the powers of darkness. <laughs> what's decoupage? Decoupage is like um cheese. Isn't that like collaging? A deck of cheese. No, it's not a deck of cheese. Sounds it's like a like deck of a, cheese. It's like collaging and like like charcuterie. It's the the art of decorating an object by gluing colored paper cutouts onto it in combination oh, with special paint to do effects, with food. gold leaf, and other decorative elements. So she was like a scrapbooker. What, Martha Stewart? Yeah, she's I like the she queen was just of a cooker. crafts. I thought she was just like into cooking. She was, no. She did like all kinds of craft things. Oh, okay. Well, goes to show how much I know about Martha Stews. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought this was pretty funny. That's good. Yeah. Now, now that I get it. Yeah. Had De- to explain deck it of cheese didn't bit. make sense. <laughs> Decoupage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, like, I'm sure your wife has Mod Podge, right? You ever seen what? Mod Podge, the glue that, that you like, like paint on? That sounds like a mound of cheese, Sammy Joe. Okay, never mind. I'm just not even gonna, <laughs> not even gonna try to explain that to you. <laughs> Amy knows what decoupage is. <laughs> she does now. 
Uh, Buffy says they still have to work. They still have work to do. And Anya says that she can't decide whether to put her bridesmaids in cocktail dresses or their traditional burlap with blood larva. Gross. And Buffy tries to weigh in on this as a bridesmaid herself. But Xander and Anya shut her out. And Anya says, at least I'm not asking you to perform the groom's rite of self-flagellation. Yikes. Yikes. Buffy interrupts them again to refocus them on, you know, the thing they're trying to find. And Xander suggests that they hit up Spike, which Buffy immediately shoots down. Xander asks if Willow can do something. And Buffy says that Willow's at home sleeping after being out all night with Amy. Uh And Xander and Anya start to come down on Willow again. But Buffy defends her, saying she's going through something, but we're not her. I mean, maybe she has reasons for acting this way. And so what if she crossed a line? You know, we all do stuff, stupid stuff, but then we learn and and we learn and and we don't do it again. Okay, so, you know, who are we to get all judgy? And obviously she's talking about herself there. Yeah. As well. Um, They return to the books and we cut to Amy and Willow walking downtown later that night. Willow says that she wants to take it easy because it took her all day to get her powers back after all the fun they had the night before. But Amy has a better idea. She says that she knows a warlock whose spells last for days and the burnout factor is like nothing. She Mm. says, this guy will blow your mind. He will take you to places that you can't even imagine. And Willow says, is it dangerous? And Amy says, would that stop you? They walk on. My answer would be, yeah, actually. If uh-huh. it's dangerous, I don't know if I'm interested. Count me out. There's a risk factor to all these things, and we need to yeah. weigh them. All magic comes with a price. <laughs> exactly. As wise <laughs> witch once said. Rapunzel. <laughs> Rapunzel, the From wise once witch. Time, he was a man. What? Rapunzel? What? I mean, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Wrong R name. <laughs> Who's got pizza on their head now? Ah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I always have. Yeah. Um, They walk through an alley and arrive at an open space. And Willow asks where this guy is. And Amy says, you can't feel it. And they hold their hands up to the air. And Willow says that it's hot. And Amy, cool girl, walks backwards and disappears. Oh, yeah. And Willow follows her. We cut into inside a very sad run down <laughs> waiting room <laughs> yeah what is this this is like uh alley nine and three quarters you know they just kind of walk walk Platform into this nine and three quarters right it's alley though it's oh. like an alleyway you know <laughs> i like that they just yeah walk right into this but it's not like you know it's not like fun and bustling like platform nine three quarters it's just sad broke down run down waiting (laughs) room with some sort of black liquid in a water cooler it's pretty gross totally safe you guys you can definitely drink from that it's no problem yeah why even have a water cooler you know you know know. it's not good you know it's not good sludge in there sludge sludge cooler. amy tells willow that the place is cloaked and moves around a lot just like the lost island that's kind of cool okay all right crossover amy says this keeps rack out of trouble rack it's a cool name that's a cool guy name i like that name and then rack Rack. A beefy, scraggly looking guy with a scar on one side of his face and a crazy eye yeah I wrote, what's up with that eye? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, you got a name like Rack, you're going to have a crazy eye. I also wrote Rack all in caps, and I said, this guy means business. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he enters the waiting room, and two junkies say that they were next. <laughs> this seems like a legit operation. <laughs> I wonder Rack what the Yelp score them. is for this freak show. <laughs> <laughs> this might have been pre-Yelp days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have had a nicer, cooler water cooler. You yeah, know? yeah, would dirty water cooler. The sludge was nice, wasn't nice even cool. On One and wall. a half stars. Mm-hmm. The no. carpet was all torn up and stained. Would not <laughs> wait in this waiting room again. One and a half stars. <laughs> weren't even any magazines. Yeah, the only magazine was Four by Four Life, and it was all torn up. <laughs> <laughs> and also in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rack ignores the junkies and he says that Anya, I mean Amy and Willow are next. Okay. Okay? All right. Willow and Amy enter the inner room, the treatment room, as it were. Yeah, you and call it treatment says, room. I don't know. I mean, like, that's like, <laughs> it's like a doctor, you it's know, if practice. you go to a doctor's office, you go to their waiting room and then you go into a treatment room. So right. it just okay. seems like what it is. All right. Right? What do you? What would you call it? Uh, I don't know if I call it treatment room. I might just call it like the inner sanctum. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, I don't but know. That seems like a safe, nice place, you know. Right. Th- this this place is too crazy. You know, there's yeah. too much things that happen in there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. All right. Well, I'm going to just call it the treatment room until you get For some, now. All something right. better. Yeah. Okay. Amy says it's been a while and Rack says you were a rat. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that taught you not to mess with spells you can't handle. Except his voice is like deep. And like, oh, oh, I hope I get to see my friend again. What? It sounds like that? <laughs> I don't think it no. sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing... um. I was doing the, uh, I don't know. I hope I get to see my friend again. Oh, I d- hope John Coffee Green Mile? Gr- no, that's not, <laughs> not Green Mile. It's the other one. But I was going to say Green Mile because I always get them confused. Oh, boy. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing Morgan Freeman? That's <laughs> the worst trying. Morgan Freeman I've ever heard. Well, look, I never said I could do Morgan Freeman, okay? Sounds like this. Sounds like Andy Dufresne, something like that. Yeah. yeah, but you have to say, I hope I get to see my friend again. I just hope I get to see my friend again. I hope All the right. sea is as blue as something, whatever he says. <laughs> hey, fun fact, Sammy Joe, I saw Morgan Freeman in concert once. What? What was he playing? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, well, he was reading from a script as John Williams conducted music. Wow. Yeah. Was it, it Harry Potter? No, it was like an old poem or something. Oh, that's it's very magical. That's lovely. Is underneath I, I, the oh stars. Oh my god. Yeah. How did you not just like melt into your seat? Who says I didn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's still a bunch of melted me there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. It was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. John Williams, goat. 
Okay, well, uh, <laughs> Rack summons red sparks in his hands, and he turns to Willow and says that she's got co- power coming off her in waves. But Willow says that she gets tapped out quick and that Amy said he could help her. And Rack says, Amy said I could help you, but did Amy say how you could help me? And Willow offers money, but he doesn't want that. And then she offers computer help. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he holds his hand in front of her chest and says, just relax. I'm not going to hurt you. You got to give a little to get a little, right? I feel like you can do a better rack than me, but. I, I'm trying like, to think of what his voice was like. It was, it was just, just like low a deep, and raspy, like a huh? deep, Yeah, raspy. Yeah. You got to so give say, a little to get a little. Yeah, there you right? go. Yeah, yeah, that's something good. Something like that. Okay. All right. All right. So. <laughs> Amy tells her that it's over fast. And then Rack says, That's right. I'm just going to take a little tour. <laughs> I don't think he was as sexy. You got to make it sound more. Oh, you think that sounds sexy, do you? I mean, he's like, that's what it's like trying to be sexy. It's like trying to be Sawyer. <laughs> I feel like this guy is. All right, like, all right, all right. Like, it's going to turn southern real quick. You do understand that, okay? As <laughs> Especially because I said Sawyer. <laughs> start putting some panache on this thing, all right? No, you just, just got to be bad. It's bad. Be okay, all right, all right. Oh, but no, see, it's... when you say bad, it goes southern. I, <laughs> I know. I can't help gonna, that. We're, we're gonna... All right, here we go, here we go. <clears throat> Take two. Okay. All right, give me the action. Soft one, soft one. Don't scare me. Action. That's right. I'm just going to take a little tour. Huh? That was scary, right? Okay. What? Less raspy, more just deep. Okay, all but right. Anyway, right. whatever. Hold it's on. fine. We'll, we'll come back to it. Ah, all right. I know I can do better. Okay, fine. Do it one more time. Action. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to take a little tour. Okay, somewhere in between those two. and it's Really? Yeah. That's too low. <laughs> He zaps her with his red magic sparks, and they both close their eyes, and they mm. pant like an ecstasy. Oh, boy. And he leans in, and he tells Willow, You taste like strawberries. And she seems kind of high. Yeah. Then we get a very craft-like montage of Rack making Amy spin in circles. Willow is stuck on the ceiling, very hallucinating. Very craft-like montage? What's that mean? It's like the craft. Oh, the craft. Oh, I see. Which I was like, seen. I was like, craft with a K, like macaroni commercials. <laughs> no, I thought that's what you were referencing. No, it f- it felt very the craft. Gotcha. I'm yeah. on board. Okay, Willow is stuck to the ceiling, hallucinating that the floor is a forest, mm-hmm. which is cool at first, but then she sees a naked girl being dragged around. Oh, is that what it was? I couldn't. Yeah, tell. I couldn't tell what it was. By a red demon, and she falls to the floor, and it kind of seems like she like astral projects to a few spots in sunnydale yeah including outside the magic box her eyes are all black like when she uh went after glory right then she wakes up and she's on the floor of her bedroom yeah we see the scary face demon scary face (laughs) scary face it's like yeah we don't see it too well but it's like red right he's like like, scary and it's got some like hair tufts coming off of its yeah Something's Neck. up. Something's up. Mm-hmm. Um, then Willow takes a shower and cries. Oh, and I also wrote, maybe don't hang out with rats anymore. 
I don't yeah. know. Rats and racks. Yeah. Maybe not a, up. not a good idea to take advice from a rat. Yeah. She was a rat for six she years. Was. Yeah. So, so three years. Rodent, you think about that before. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's something there. Sure. Okay. Could get hairy. Um, Could get bit. Willow takes a shower and she cries in the shower and this reminds me of speaking of aim yeah uh remember like did you ever have like super emo away messages you know or like like you you know how you write like cool stuff in your away messages oh, yeah like <laughs> you like it had to be perfect so one, it had to be like the perfect lyric oh yeah. my god what what was it i can't say even it. tell you you gotta say it i can't you have to i can't you have to the words can't come out my mouth Sam come on say it no say it say nope. it nope come on nope come on please say it nope please i don't remember i forgot it no you what you... did you say what did you say you must have wrote something oh i had all kinds of great <laughs> stuff i had all kinds of great some stuff. fallout boy lyrics Mm, I wasn't really into Fallout Boy. When I told you so that I but was I definitely had a bunch of emo you. ones. <laughs> <laughs> definitely had a bunch of emo ones, but yeah. this one in particular that I'm thinking of was actually my best friend. She had an AIM away message that said something like, "When you cry in the shower, are you really even crying?" And I still to yeah, this day remember yes. it. So anytime. <laughs> Anytime I see someone crying in the shower, I just think of that. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I like I bring it up to her at least a couple of times a year. <laughs> you don't let her forget. No. Like, remember that <laughs> terrible thing you said? And she's like, why? <laughs> I'm like, it's just so good. There's probably just... like a bunch of like little um little at symbols and squiggly lines around it too i don't think so she wasn't as into that no i did i did more of that stuff (laughs) yeah it was probably like it was probably (laughs) like all black background like white text you know right like probably one of those things wow that's a flashback yeah it's been a while since i thought about aim tech or away messages yeah yeah i remember there were just some really good ones (sighs) it's a simpler time sammy joe i know yeah don't I definitely remember it? that's how I would express my feelings. Yeah. You know, that's how you let the world know what's going on. When I was out there waiting for you. <laughs> I really want to know what yours was. Yeah. You'll never find out. So You'll tell me when we're not recording. Yeah. Anyway, Willow walks mopily into her bedroom, pulls out a top and a skirt from a box labeled Tara, lays them on her bed, then moves her hands over the outfit and it inflates kind of like in Beetlejuice. Remember when that happened? In Beetlejuice? Um, I just recently saw Beetlejuice last year. And you don't remember when this happens? Say it again. What happened? Like she, she's laying out Tara's clothes <laughs> on the bed and then like she hovers her hands oh, over them yeah, and they yeah, kind yeah. of inflate. Inflates. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that happening in Beetlejuice. Sure, yeah, it happens in Beetlejuice. It's okay. like wedding clothes. They're wedding clothes. And then and then they come back like they're actual yeah. skeletons, I think. Oh, uh, okay. But All it right. starts out with just the clothes inflating like oh, this. Right. So that's what that reminded me of. That's spooky, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, so no head or hands or real body, just air. 
But mm-hmm. it sits up and Willow lays her head on it like it's actually Tara comforting her. Creepy. I, I wrote, she made a pillow person. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or person pillow. A Tara. What? Because she's made out of air. Tara. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Later, Dawn is making peanut butter banana quesadillas and refusing to use a spatula because she's an idiot. She offers one to Willow, Come but Willow t- so hard on Dawn. <laughs> Willow turns it down, saying her tummy is upset. Dawn tells her that Buffy is going straight to patrolling from the magic box, and Willow apologizes for not being home last night and suggests that they do dinner and a movie. So Dawn throws out her nasty ass quesadilla and leaves a note for Buffy, and they leave. A little while later, Buffy arrives home and hears noises upstairs. She goes to investigate and finds a twitchy Amy raiding Willow's magic supplies. Oh, yeah. She's fiending. Buffy keeps slamming Amy against the wall, and Amy says, She's as bad as I am. Worse. Bet she's at Rex right now. And Buffy says, Rex? And Amy says, A place. He does spells. Heavy stuff. Willow's his new favorite. And Buffy (laughs) says, She's there with Dawn. And Amy tries to explain that the place moves around and Buffy keeps like slamming her and she's like, oh, I'm going to boot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she, Amy rushes off to vomit. Cut to Willow and Dawn walking together after eating dinner. Willow asks Dawn about Tara and Dawn says that, you know, she can tell she's sad. And Willow kind of keeps pestering her with questions, but, she, you know, Dawn doesn't really have answers. Then she looks around and realizes that they're not heading the right way for the movies. Willow says she just needs to make a quick stop first. This would drive me insane. I know. When I'm trying to make a movie, if people are holding me up for whatever reason, I'm losing my mind. You better be dead. (laughs) I just hate the, I just got to do this one thing. or It's okay. It's just a movie. We'll miss the previous. I'm like, no. Yep, that's exactly what happens. And the seats are terrible. There's no coming back from that. Yeah, because you still got to wait in line for popcorn. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, I'm not gonna lie though. I've definitely been guilty of being that person. Oh yeah, I could see that. But I try not to be. (laughs) I try to be better. You know. Yeah. Listen, Pat. You you made the last one. To being better is admitting that you have a problem. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I made the last one. Yeah, when we saw The Matrix, you were oh, there on yeah. time. yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I did that maybe once or twice. Yeah. I don't, but it's not It's not my normal ML. It's just that I have a problem getting anywhere on time, so. Right. Anyway, yeah, so that's exactly what happens. Uh, Dawn, uh, Willow brings Dawn to Rack's place. Place? Ugh place and tells her to hang out in the waiting room dawn reminds willow that the movie starts at nine and willow says she'll only be a minute it's fine if they miss the previews and no then it's dawn's not like, but i like the preview yeah me too dawn see um i'm with dawn on this one okay yeah. yeah i mean i definitely feel like willow was in the wrong yeah willow you can't go to to junkie junkie alley waiting room Magic Junkie Town. Magic, you can't go to Magic Junkie Town. <laughs> Won't you take me to Neely Junkie Town? <laughs> Magic Junkie Town. Won't you take me to Magic Junkie Town? 
cut to after 10, Dawn anxiously waits and a creepy dude sits next to her with a cigarette and he's all man-spreading. So Dawn gets up and moves away. Inside the treatment room, Willow is floating, hanging limply all blissed out inside a translucent reddish ball as Rack zaps her with magic. Rack zap. Rack zap. <laughs> we hear her breathing loudly and she floats in outer space and then the right. sky splits open and the red demon appears carrying the naked lady. He's like, hey, I'm David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wonderful. That would but be great. That is not what this guy is about. They should franchise out David S. Pumpkins. Just put him in a cinematic universe, you know? Yeah, it's I would love that. a bunch of different shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Willow screams and Rack smiles. He's like, ha. Sucks for you. Yeah, he's Cut to Spike's crypt. Buffy throws a candle at Spike to wake him up. He tries flirting with her, but she tells him that Dawn's missing, and Spike suggests getting a low jack for her. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad idea. I know. Buffy tells him that Dawn and Willow have been missing for hours. Something about a guy named Rack, and Spike tells her he deals in magic, black stuff, dangerous, and you can't find him unless you're into the big bad, a witch or vampire. We cut back to Dawn. It's almost 11 now, and she's had enough. She walks toward the treatment room door just as Willow walks out, eyes pure black. Dawn yells at her about missing the movie, and then she sees her eyes, and Willow tells her that she's fine, and they leave. Yeah, Out this the black street. ink in my eyes, I'm fine. This is normal. This is normal. This is fine. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the movies. Um, Out in the street, Willow is walking a little unsteady, bumping into Dawn and if she's, as if she's drunk. Dawn just wants to go home, but Willow says that they're going to have fun. She's like, you want to play with the grown-ups, Dawn? And we keep cutting to the uh, point of view of something following them. And Dawn says, why are you acting this way? And Willow says, oh, don't get all weird on me. We're fine. Everything's fine. And then we see the thing that's following them, still in the shadows, but definitely a demon. It snarls and follows after them. We cut to Buffy and Spike walking downtown. They're arguing again. Spike saying that things have changed between them. And Buffy says, the only thing that's different is that I'm disgusted with myself. That's the power of your charms. Last night was the most perverse, degrading experience of my life. But Spike says that he's in her system and she's going to crave him now. But Buffy tells him that she wants him out of her life. She'll find Dawn by herself and Spike says, you really going to put your little sis in danger just to spite me? We cut back to Willow and Dawn. Dawn tells Willow that she's going home. And Willow says that she could just pop her back. And Dawn is like, with magic? Um, and then she hears a sound. And Willow says, it's probably just a cat. But it's the red demon from her magic trips. Oh, yeah. This guy, huh? And Willow's like, eh, it's not real. But it definitely is real. And he oh, says, uh, here, you can say this. Now Now you're going to be a gravelly demon. <laughs> okay, this I can okay. do. Okay. You summoned me, witch. You raised hell with your magics. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. I don't know why they have to call it magics. <laughs> That's yeah, the why one thing that S? kills me. Yeah. Um, and he cuts Dawn's face with a sharp nail. He's just like, yeah. 
<laughs> Willow pushes him back and they run. Willow says, open, and the doors to a car open, and they get in, and she says, drive, and the car starts to drive, but Ooh. Willow is magic drunk driving, swerving all over the place, driving too fast. Yeah. Dawn is screaming, but Willow's joyriding. You know the what's crazy? chasing them. What? We can do this now. Teslas, they just drive themselves. I know. You just jump in and say drive, and the thing drives you home. Yeah. This is ahead of its time. What kind of... What kind of freaky friday world is this sammy joe i don't know i don't trust it look at where we is huh yeah i don't like it it's only 20 years ago and we're like the only way to do this is with fake magic yep now here we are here we are here we are yeah yeah so dawn is screaming demon is chasing after them willow looks back and says take that scuzz and the car goes into an alley and then slams into a concrete pillar uh-oh wrecked wrecked hey that's hey. why it's called wrecked there's a lot of reasons <laughs> rack racked rack they should called it racked yeah but then you might think that it was about pool the front end of the car is all smashed up but the windshield isn't broken. Dawn groans and gets out of the car. Her head is bleeding and she's cradling one of her arms. Willow is unconscious, her head on the steering wheel. Dawn walks around to the driver's side and the demon jumps out at her. She crawls under the car and the demon grabs her leg and we cut to Spike and Buffy. They hear Dawn scream. The demon pulls Dawn out from under the car and she throws dirt in its face, which was pretty smart of her. Sure. Picks her up and tosses her across the alley. She crawls away and Buffy rushes in, tackling the demon as Spike rushes over to check Dawn's injuries. Buffy and the demon fight. She does a cool flying kick. Whoa. That was awesome. High wire kick. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. She flies up like eight feet, man. Yeah. It's great. About like eight feet of air. Yeah. She kind of looked like uh, Neo from the Matrix when he does the kick in the dojo. I knew you were going to say that. When he does the triple kick. Shut, shut, yeah. shut. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. It was Second pretty time cool. we've talked about The Matrix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Timeless movie. One of the best. One of the best. I think that's sure. a perfectly made movie. I would change yeah. nothing of it. It's fantastic. Now I'm curious to see if you actually gave it a 10 in Movie Club. I had to have. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I give it a nine point something. If not, gonna, I have to give it a 10. We're going to find out live. Oh, no. This is going to out me. It's a 9.3, isn't it? The Matrix. Pat gave it a 9.3. Damn it. I knew it. Yeah, but do you know what I gave it? Oh, God. Not gonna don't like tell this. me. I don't like this, Sammy Joe. Your scores, they're no good, okay? They, I, I can do nothing with them. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it a 7 or 6.2. 7.6. I want to see if we ever agreed on any movie. I'm sure we did. I'm sure there's a few. Maybe Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic, we were close. I gave it a 10. You gave it a 9.1. Toy Story, we were also very close. I gave it a 9.4. You gave it a 9.1. Yeah. We were close in a couple of uh, couple of places. Yeah. Probably pretty divided on a few. Which one do you... Oh, um... Amelie. <laughs> oh, no, I know. 4.3. No, which one did you just say you probably gave a good score? 
Dirty Dancing, 8.2. Oh, Dirty Dancing. 8.7. Whoa, I look at that. An, I gave it a 9.6. I might have given it too high. Really? Yeah, you need to go back and you need to go back and rewatch that. If Matrix nine point three and Dirty Dancing at eight point seven, this math isn't checking out. <laughs> you need to go back and watch it. The Matrix? Yeah, no yeah. problem. Can do, will do. Casino Royale might be our biggest difference. Yeah. That one you scored very low. Four point three. Yeah. I probably gave it like an eight something. You gave it a nine. Oof. Okay. I do like that one. Yeah. Movie. Anyways. Anyways. Back to the show. Back to the um, show. Yeah, so Buffy flying kicks the demon, and then the demon throws her into the ceiling, which looks like it hurt, but she gets back up, and then suddenly the demon starts convulsing in fright, and she says, now you're scared? Better late than never, Buffy mm. says, and we see Willow off to the side behind the demon, um, and the demon shakes and then combusts into yeah. nothing but a shower of sparks and smoke. That was cool. Yeah. We mm-hmm. see magic crackling at Willow's fingertips, and she has to hold on to a wall to steady herself. She walks toward Buffy, panting. Her eyes are black again, and Buffy looks very angrily at her. Dawn cries, and Buffy goes over to her, and Dawn tells her that the demon was after Willow, that Willow made the car drive, and Buffy tries to look at her arm. Willow rushes over and um, Buffy tells Spike that they need to get Dawn to a doctor. Willow asks if she's okay, and Buffy tells her to back off. Spike and Buffy support Dawn and start to walk away, but Willow runs around in front of them, apologizing over and over again, and her eyes are back to normal now. And Dawn slaps her. Ugh. Willow keeps apologizing and begging. Pathetic. She falls to the ground. This is pathetic. It's very sad. Yeah. She says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and she's crying. Time Spike for some tough off. love, Willow. Yep. Here it comes. Here it comes. Spike walks off with Dawn, and Buffy stops, turns, and walks slowly back to Willow. She says, get up. And Willow says, I screwed it up. Everything, Tara. And Buffy grabs Willow's arm, pulls her to her feet, and says, yeah, you know what? You did screw up, okay? Yep. You could have killed her. You almost did. And Willow says, I know, I know, I can't stop, Buffy. I tried and I can't. And Buffy says, you can. And Willow says, I can't, I can't. I just, God, I need help, please. And she's crying and she says, please help me, please. She puts her arms around Buffy and continues crying. Buffy slowly lifts one arm up and hugs Willow back as Willow keeps crying. We cut to Willow sitting on her bed, cross-legged. A blanket is over her. Her hair is wet and her eyes are closed. Buffy comes in and tells Willow that Dawn is sleeping. The ER doctor gave her pain meds that knocked her out, but she has a fracture. Willow starts to apologize, but Buffy interrupts her and says, I just don't understand. I don't understand why you'd go to see somebody like Rack, and I certainly don't understand why you dragged Dawn into it. And Willow says that she thought she had it under control and that it's and that this is why Tara left. And Willow says, I mean, if you could be, you know, plain old Willow or super Willow, who would you be? And then she looks at Buffy and she says, I guess you don't actually have an option on the whole superhero thing. We're going to do some more lines here. Okay. Uh, you be Buffy and I'll be Willow. Okay. Will, there's nothing wrong with you. You don't need magic to be special. Okay, dial it back. You're not Ben. You're comforting Buffy. 
Oh, I'm supposed to be comforting. <laughs> I thought she was still mad at her. <laughs> She's, right. you know, comforting but firm. Okay. Will, there's nothing wrong with you. You don't need magic to be special. Don't I? I mean, Buffy, who was I? Just some girl. Tara didn't even know that girl. You are more than some girl, and Tara wants you to stop. She loves you. We don't know that. I know that. I promise you. I just... It took me away from myself. I was free. And Buffy looks down, pensive. I get that. More than you. But it's wrong. People get hurt. Willow vows that she's done with magic, and Buffy says, Good. I think it's right. I'll believe it when I see it, Willow. To give it up, no matter how good it feels. And Willow says... It's not worth it, not if it messes with people I love. Willow says that she won't miss the headaches and nosebleeds or keeping stinky yak cheese in her bra. Gross. Buffy looks at her and she says, don't ask. Buffy says, now I don't have to. Willow Wait, says, what is the it's over. Yuck. What? What is that? Stinky who's, yak cheese, who's, she says. Who's keeping yak cheese? Is it for Willow, magic? that's what she said. It's for a magic trick? Willow says that she won't miss the headaches and the nosebleeds or keeping stinky yak cheese in her bra. That's disgusting. Yes. I didn't even know you could milk a yak. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Willow says, it's over. And Buffy says, exactly, it's over. And they both nod and give each other kind of like tentative smiles because Buffy is also thinking it's over with Spike, you know? Yeah. Then they both look away, um, and we cut to later. Willow is laying on the on, in her bed, panting and sweating, detoxing from her magic high. We cut to Buffy's room where strings of garlic cloves are hanging all over her windows. Mm. She's sitting on her bed, knees drawn up to her chest, twirling a cross in her hands. Garlic is on the bed frame, too. She hugs her knees, looking around nervously, and then blackout. So garlic isn't something that we see a lot in the Buffy universe. No. But it's a big vampire thing. Mm-hmm. Repellent, right? Yes. So why don't we see more garlic in the Buffyverse? Why are we just seeing it now? I think it's probably just, I think they're pro- you know, probably just like, oh, this is kind of silly, you know? <laughs> oh, it's kind of silly? Yeah. I mean, like, what do you- Or they're just trying it? to, I think they're just trying to show quickly- Without saying it, that she wants to keep Spike away. Yes. You know? Well, it's a, yes, that's definitely what's happening. But also, like, she can't ask Willow to do the spell to revoke Spike's invitation. Oh. So I feel this like she her- could have got that one under the radar. Like, she's like, look. Yeah, but. I no mean, more magic. With but what Willow just, just one, did, like, she's not going to, she's not going to do that. But maybe she'll ask Tara. One you know, last job or Amy. I don't think she's going to be talking to Amy anytime soon. She she's rifling through her stuff. Yeah. What was Amy looking for? She was looking for magic stuff. She had like sage and, oh, okay. and stuff that she was trying to steal. She's trying to get her magic fix. Yeah. Yeah. She's gotcha. like, Willow understands. <laughs> I can she stop whenever I, I want. This stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and the after the blackout it says in loving memory of jd peralta oh 
who was Marty Noxon's assistant. Oh. Also the name of uh of Andy Samberg. I know. <laughs> I was like, is that somehow related? But I think <laughs> no. it's just a coincidence. It's coinky dink. Um yeah, so final thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. This is crazy. Yeah. I like the I like the the drug den, you know? Yeah, and, you like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You if like the drug the right, den? I don't know if likes the right word, but <laughs> it was it was interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like the it was like Willow's version of uh Riley's, you know, vampire den. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious that you know there's a big direct relationship line here with drugs you know drug addiction yeah things, absolutely you know? yep so i think it painted addiction well you yeah, know yeah i think like so too the feeling of just you know going back for more giving up control yeah feeling feeling good and then having a lot of consequences and yeah. ultimately not necessarily hurting yourself but hurting the people around you Right. This is what often happens. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end, Willow is detoxing. Right. Some so, serious business. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a hard road. It's a long, dusty Willow road. Yeah. Yeah. You want some right. trivia? Yeah, hit me with trivia. All right. Buffy calls what she did with Spike a freak show. Which is echoing what Angel had called his and Buffy's relationship when he broke up with her before the prom. That's what we call a callback. Yep. Uh, get ready for another callback. Okay, this one goes right. deep. Mm -hmm. Xander researches demons in Tobin's Spirit Guide, which is a fictional book originally from Ghostbusters. Whoa. This book in the Buffyverse previously appeared in episode uh in three seven so uh season three episode seven revelations when giles reads about the glove of minigon remember tough tough frame tough frame that lady yeah, how can i forget uh and also in season four episode four fear itself when the frat boys draw the mark of gaknar oh yeah gaknar fear me guy. i am gaknar fear me, fear me. <laughs> Uh, and again, in season six, episode four, Flooded, when Dawn finds Mfashnik in it. Mfashnik. Mm, yep. So, okay. I use that a lot. Kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, kind of fun. This uh, exchange was, due, was cut due to length. Amy saying, I want to have fun, Willow. I've been in a cage. And Willow says, there was a little ball, and you seem to enjoy playing with those cardboard toilet paper rolls. And Amy says, as cages go, it was fine, but I was still confined. I've got lost time to make up. And if people don't like it, screw them. I'm okay with that being cut. But I like Willow saying that Amy liked to play with the cardboard, cardboard toilet paper rolls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hamsters love that. Yeah. Uh, did you notice, uh, did anything feel familiar about Rack? Rack? Yeah. Is it pork and beans? No. Oh. <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I uh, like so Jeff Kober, who played yeah. Rack, previously played Zachary Kralik, the psychotic Kralik. vampire. Yeah, that guy was nuts, man. Yeah, that the Watchers Council set on Buffy as a test in season three, episode 12, Helpless. Yikes. The one who was like, my pills. 
my pills. <laughs> yeah, I always say that. I say that to Dave. I'm like, <laughs> if he's trying to take something or I'm trying to take something, I'm like, my pills. Because that he was like struggling, like needed them. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? I don't understand this bit. And I'm like, come on, crazy vampire guy. <laughs> oh man, you're a delight to live with. look at me i got pizza on my head of course i am my pills (laughs) my pills (laughs) dawn makes peanut butter quesadillas but then decides that she doesn't like them according to the dvd commentary of the ice princess movie 2005 michelle trachenberg frozen nope it's called ice princess (laughs) Prequel to Frozen. (laughs) 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 I'm pretty sure it was not Disney. Let it go. Um, Let it go. Ice Princess. Let's see. Rating 6 out of 10 on IMDb, which is not that bad, actually. Sounds like a winner. Kim Cattrall is in it. Come on. She's good. Desperate Housewife. Joan Cusack is in it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, Hayden Penetier. All right. Okay, save the cheerleader, save the worlds. Yeah. Heroes. Heroes. Um, with the help of her coach, her mom, and the boy who drives the Zamboni machine, nothing <laughs> can stop Casey Trachenberg wow. from realizing her dream to be a champion figure skater. This That's really good. funny because Buffy's character, uh, you know, Buffy is like obsessed with figure skating. So Right. Anyway... Uh, in the Ice Princess DVD commentary, Michelle Trachenberg says that she hates peanut butter. Just so like that's you. one thing we have in common. Yeah, you and her would get along. <laughs> Willow's chest of magical items that Amy rummages through includes the gentleman's box from Hush. Oh. You know where they captured everybody's voices? Right. It's like, why she got that hanging around? It's a voice box. She trying to capture everybody's voices? Yeah. Maybe she just screams into it when she's having a bad day. <laughs> and nobody can hear it because, you know, it just sucks it into the ether. Mm. I feel like that's dangerous. But, yeah, that's uh, that's all the trivia. That's what I got. All right. Good trivia. Well, I think it's that time, Sammy Joe. What do you say we get into Lost? banger episode this is a banger episode of lost this is season five episode nine this one is titled namaste original air date is march 18th 2009 written namaste by paul. on this island <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> uh, written by paul zbzuski okay okay and brian k vaughn and directed by Jack Bender. Old Jackie B. He's holding this one down. Okay? Yeah. All right. Your predictions, Sammy Joe. Okay. In episode 103, I said Frank Lapidus took the boat with Sun to look for gin. Jackpot. Wait. Nailed how'd it. you know that? What? How'd you know that? Because they talk about how Frank Lapidus took the boat. And I'm oh. like, yeah, probably with Sun. And they were going to look for gin. Because I'm psychic. Okay. Uh, no, also because frankly, Pat, up here. 
<laughs> no, Re- that's the thing that I choose to. You to bought predict. a lost book and read everything about it. No, there are two things that I know that I shouldn't, and I haven't even predicted them. Okay, all right. Okay, that's how much of a stellar person I am. Okay. Okay, well, I know I you it. are full of real shite, but I am <laughs> that not. That is the most baloney. Have you heard my predictions? Um, yeah, I have. And some of them, a little too close to home. Whoa. Okay. That just means that I'm doing you a also great knew, job predicting. You also knew some terminology before you should have. What do you mean? What kind of terminology? I'm not going to say it. Has it but already you, happened? You knew something that you shouldn't have known unless you saw spoilers. Has it happened yet? I'm not going to say. Oh, come on. <laughs> this has got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, terminology, huh? Uh-huh. What kind of terminology would I say that would be <laughs> accurate? <laughs> uh, we'll see. All right. Wow. Ooh, that just made my... I'm now I'm excited. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes I get things right and it's not because I'm cheating, it's just because I'm I'm a slam dunker. All right. Well, okay. sounds like I'm a slam dunker too, Sammy Joe. Mm, I think some of these you are fipping about. Some of them <laughs> you're not. I can't wait. I can't wait till you tell one, me. One one of these things I know for sure. Uh, there's no way. Yeah, there's way. There's so much way. <laughs> There's no There's way. There's so much There's way. There's nothing you I know. As, you may as well be a whey protein I additive. No, <laughs> that's baloney. <laughs> There's nothing I know about this show. Nada, nothing. Okay. The I only thing I so- kind of knew about was Dawn being a sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of knew about that early. Yeah. Because it was spoiled that she had a sister. How? I don't. I don't know. It popped up on something. YouTube clips. It might have been YouTube clips. Remember when you sent me uh, a video or a, a <laughs> spoiler, a spoiler about Lost? I yeah. never made any predictions about that. That was a small one, though. Okay, that is what I like to call <laughs> a stand-up Sam. <laughs> okay. Integrity. Right. That's what I call integrity. Truthfulness. Okay. Yeah. Okay, my well, other prediction. There's no from- shite over here, all right? Oh, I think there's some shite. There's no shite. There's some shite. You know what? There's no shite. Uh, I think <laughs> okay. there's some shite, and I'm going to call there's you no on it. There's no shite. All right. I can't wait for you to call me on it. I'm excited <laughs> for that fight. <laughs> um, okay. My other predictions from last episode, I said Sawyer's going to realize that he's not over Kate, and it'll complicate things with him and Juliet. Hey-o. Hey-o. But she's not a jealous type, and she'll be like, hey, we're it or we're not. You know, whatever. Juliet. I also, yes. I also yeah. said that next episode we'll see Locke again and everyone will unite and they'll have a nice losty picnic. And then I was like, that probably won't happen, but it would be great if it did. Okay. So, see? All Not right. right about that. That's right. Okay. All right. So, this but before episode. Before we get started. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you could kind of get started, but the first thing that I want to say was actually a point that Dave made. So, I just want to rehash, rehatch something. Uh huh. Okay. So, okay. the plane 
The Oceanic 315, 415, 318. What the hell? Is- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oceanic. Oh, this is bad, Sammy Joe. <laughs> I'm going to go with four. It's going to start with a four. Oceanic. Three. No, it starts with three. Oceanic 357. No? Okay, it's definitely two of the numbers. Okay. Four. Does it start with a four? Three. No. Starts with a three. No. What? No. <laughs> fifteen? Is there it's a fifteen eight, in it? Eight fifteen. Eight fifteen! Come on! I know three What's is wrong with the number. It's two of the <laughs> so numbers. Bad. Um eight fifteen. Oh okay, so gosh. if Oceanic eight fifteen was pulled onto the island by right. a magnetic force okay. from the hatch the one time that Desmond didn't push the numbers. Is this going to be a time travel No, no, no. Thing? I'm just saying, remember how they figured out that yeah, yeah, yeah. when like the, the plane, cra- their plane 815 crashed on the island at the exact moment that Desmond didn't do the numbers. Right. Okay. So uh-huh. if that's the case, and now the hatch is destroyed. Yeah. What's pulling them to the island now? Well, that's the mystery, isn't it, Sammy Joe? We're going to have to just come along for the ride and figure and it out. And hope that that gets answered. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it will. Like I'm fully sure answered. It won't. I don't mm-hmm. think it will ever be answered. You will have no questions whatsoever at the end of this series. I think it's going to be like the David S. Pumpkins things when yep. he says any questions, any questions and I say yes. <laughs> Here's my long list of questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Right. Proceed, right. counselor. So this episode starts with a plane flies at night, Sammy Joe. Oh, yeah. Ajira. Ajira. Music is already swelling. Okay. And there was no previously on Lost. No. Right? No. We just cut straight in. Music already swelling. And inside the plane, we see Kate and Son, Jack, Saeed, Hurley. They're all looking kind of nervous. And we cut to the pilot's cabin. And Lapidus is flying with his co-pilot who brings up the big guy sitting in first class saying how he has nerves of steel. And uh, since he's... Yeah, because he's like, he's one of the Oceanic Six. He's Oceanic Six Survivor, and here he is flying again. Yeah. And Lapidus' voice gets real low, and he says, Yeah, well, maybe he doesn't believe that lightning will strike twice in the same place. (laughs) He did have a really low voice this episode. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Kind of like it. Then, rumble, rumble, just a little turbulence, Sammy Joe, and Frank Lapidus gets a little nervous, Mm -hmm, and in the back- Because he knows what's going on. He knows there's something up. He's clued in. In the back, Hurley turns to the guy next to him and says, dude, you might want to fasten your seatbelt. And then he puts his eye mask on. Already saw that scene. I think that's a a cool guy move. It is a cool guy move. Yeah, I like it. And normally, Hurley's the nervous one. In this one, he's like, who cares? Let's go. But also, I would kind of be like, listen, I don't know that I'm going to survive this. Right. Like, I know I'm going to be 
going back to the island, or at least I have a pretty good idea that I will, but I don't know that I'm going to survive this time around. Right. He's also but, been through it, you know, yeah. past three years. He's been through it. So, yeah. you know. I would have been like, I'm taking, you know, I never took a Xanax before or whatever <laughs> puts you to sleep, but I would have taken one of those. Drop a Xanny. Yeah. Yeah. Been like, I'm out. <laughs> Chaos erupts. Pilots lose control. Everybody's getting thrown around the cabin violently, and the plane is flipping, and then white flash, and then boom. Lapidus still flying the plane above the clouds. It's daytime. Except, yeah, what an amazing pilot. Yeah, except the plane is now starting to stall. Alarm bells are going off, and they exit the clouds and see the island right in front of them, and they're like nose diving towards it. Yeah. And Lapidus keeps it cool, though, and he asks for more power, and he manages to wrangle some control over the airplane, which is struggling and shaking and, you know, like, you know, just rattling. And then they mayday try to land the plane on a small dirt landing strip on this little baby island and they run out of runway and they crash like into the jungle as they're landing it. Pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty crazy. But again, Frank Lapidus, great Great, pilot. Great pilot. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Lapidus wakes up. He's all bloody and noticing his co-pilot seems dead. Yeah. He pokes him with a stick. He's like, yeah. Well, there's a tree coming out of him. So right. Yeah. He got uh, he, he got, got shish kebabbed. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about uh, the tree, bro. Sorry about that. Uh, so Caesar in the back seems chipper and fine. He checks on a woman who's passed out and helps her out of her seat. And Lapidus helps son out of the seat. And he asks where the other losties went, Jack, Kate, Hurley. And a voice comes from behind. And says, they're gone. And Lapidus whips around to see Ben standing there. Come on, there. Ben. You had to be here. They couldn't take you too. Like a creep. And Ugh. Lapidus says, gone? Gone where? And then Ben shakes his head just a little bit. And he says, how would I know? And we get a title card that says, 30 years earlier. What? We cut back to the moment of last episode where Sawyer meets up with Kate, Hurley, Jack, and Jin on the island. And Hurley is the first to get excited and embraces Sawyer. And Jack gives a gentleman's handshake to Sawyer. So the plane is in a different timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This That's is right. so stupid. <laughs> okay. And Kate comes in for a warm embrace. I know that's got your mind going. <laughs> you mean tight embrace? <laughs> tight. Oh, damn it. I screwed it up. <laughs> that's what I was. I was like, is he thinking tight embrace? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Firm yet supple, tight embrace. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer says, you're really here. Son of a bitch actually did it. Locke said he was going to bring you back, but where is he? Kate looks down and so does Jack. And Jack says, John's dead. And Sawyer says, dead? How? Jack says, doesn't matter, he's gone. And Hurley asks about the Dharma jump suits, and Jin hadn't told them about the situation yet. Sawyer says, we're in the Dharma initiative. And Jack says, they came back to the island? And Sawyer says, no, we came back, and so did you. It's 1977. And they look at each other. Oh, boy. Except 
Hurley, who looks at Sawyer, and Hurley says, uh, what? Boom. Lost title. Okay. That's the opening title. Okay. <laughs> Jack is getting his jack on, asking all the questions about the situation, out of breath as usual, and yep. Sawyer suggests he needs to bring them in so they're not in danger from the hostiles or, you know, the others. Jack tells Jin and Sawyer how they did not come back alone and that Sun is one of the ones who was on the plane as well, which sends Jin into a Jin scramble. Never oh, seen yeah. one of these before. Nope. Yeah. He's a Jin, real tizzy. Jin jumps into his nice blue Jeep and takes off. And Kate asks, uh, asks, other than Sawyer and Jin, who else is here? And we cut to Juliet in the security camera room. She asked Miles, so gross, where James mm-hmm. is since he took off this morning and he hasn't been back. A little paranoid, Juliet? Yeah, what's going on? That's not then, like you. Then Miles bangs on a TV monitor, snapping into being visible again, and he says, there he is. And we cut to a close-up of Juliet's face. Cut to Sawyer, rifling through a closet. Juliet comes in and asks, what's going on? And he tells her that they're back. Jack, Hurley, Kate. She sits down as the information sinks in and Sawyer sits down with her and says, I don't understand any more than you do, but they're here. I got to find a way to bring them in before somebody else finds them and they screw up everything we got here. And Juliet says, there, um, there's um, a sub coming in the afternoon. And then we cut to Jin tooling around what kind? in his blue Jeep. Is it Jeep. a meat, meatball sub? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Italian sub. Is a <clears throat> is a cheese Ham curd and sub? provolone. Is it a decoupage sub? Because what? they're my favorite. Decoupage. Decoupage. <laughs> what it is is a sub with a whole mound of cheese on it. And it's we melted it down with a with a, a, a blowtorch. And then you paint it. And you drop. Uh, <clears throat> you put more cheese on it. You just put Romano, you put Parmesan. Ten cheese. And, uh, yeah, what else you got there? Because isn't a de- deca- decahedron ten-sided? Dodecahedron? Decahedron. Or is that 12? No, Dodeca? Dodeca? Decahedron. Decahedron? I'm going to say decahedron 10, dodecahedron 12. Decahedron doesn't exist. <laughs> 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 oh man a dodecahedron a polyhedron with 12 flat faces nailed it so we cut to Jin tooling around in his blue jeep and he runs into a building where a dude is building a toothpick structure oh, it's just a decagon oh okay decagon great yeah he's building a toothpick structure Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like an igloo speaking of structures structures uh, so Jin comes flying in hot, trying yeah, to check out the radar logs. Yeah, this guy's doing some real work here, okay? Yeah, this guy's He's doing the paid Lord's by... work. <laughs> yeah, this guy's on salary. <laughs> He's like, yeah, whatever. So this guy slows Jin down and chides him for storming into a station like this, and he makes him explain. And Jin wants to know if the radar picked up a plane landing. And this dude doesn't believe that a plane would have landed and goes over to the radio and says... Attention all stations, this is a system-wide broadcast from Radzinski at the Flame. I'm checking in to see if anyone's seen an airplane over the island. And then he chuckles and he says, no one else has seen an airplane. But if you have... Yeah, he's not taking it seriously. 
could you call in to me, please? Over. And then he clicks it off. And he says, so what are you all hot and bothered about, Quan? Why is this place... Bless you. Wait, wasn't Radzinski the guy who was on the um, freighter? Oh, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, why is this place so damn important? Why is this plane so damn important? And Jin says, it just is. Cut to Sun holding Jin's wedding ring on the beach where the other plane survivors are. And a woman comes up to her and asks her if she's lost anyone on the plane. And Sun tells her she was traveling alone. Lapidus gets everyone's attention and tells everyone that they'll need to stick together and hunker down until help comes and finds them. And you know, I like Frank as the new Jack. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. He's like the Jack of this group. I like it. All right. I like Frank a lot. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's smart. Gravelly, sexy voice. Yeah, great pilot. (laughs) He's honest. Yeah. You know, he cares about people. Yeah. He's a Mm -hmm. good guy. I like him. Good guy. Better than Jack. He's an upgrade. To be frank, he's a catch. Yes. Uh, Caesar asks where they are, mentioning that they're... That there are buildings and animal cages not far from them. And we cut to Ben listening on like a creep. And then mm. he walks off into the jungle with his arm in a sling. And Sun notices and goes to follow him. And Lapidus yeah, also like, follows him. She's like, oh, no, you don't, you slippery yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, not I'm so fast, after you. Mr. And ben. also, so if they're seeing the cages, that means they're on the small island. Yes. They crashed right. on the small island. Mm-hmm. And then Sun follows Ben, uh, who's in a sling, boo-boo arm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she tries to keep track of him, but she can't keep up. And She's thinking she lost him. And then all of a sudden, boom, Ben <gasps> is behind her. Yeah. And he says, why are you following me? And she spins around and she says, where are you going? And he says, back to our island. You want to come? And then we boom cut to Juliet in the town. She passes by Amy on a hammock, who's just all splayed out, hanging out. And Juliet was sneaking a peek at the sub-manifest. And she picks up a baby, the baby, (laughs) her baby, (laughs) Amy's baby. Amy's baby. (laughs) And asks if uh, she settled on a name yet, which Amy has. She says, we're going to name him Ethan. (gasps) Ethan Ross. Rut-row. Sorry, he's gonna die in the future. <laughs> also, I feel like that dude looked a lot older than 30. What, Ethan Rom? Yeah. I don't know, mid-30s maybe. He looked all right. Anyways, Amy asks Juliet if her and Jim are gonna make a baby, and Juliet says she doesn't know. Too soon, you know? She's like, eh, when the time's right or something right. like that. Cut to Kate and Jack. Kate asks if Eloise said that if they would go back in time, which she he says that she did not say that. And Sawyer arrives in the Dharma van. He gives them clothes and wants them to act like new arrivals on the subs. Hurley's in. He says, I don't want to camp, dude. And Sawyer assures them that Yeah, because he says the next sub isn't for another, what, six or eight months? So yeah, he's like, it's it's a while you out. either make this now or you camp. Yeah. And Sawyer assures them if they do what everything that he says then everything will be fine so they load up into the van well jack is like 
he doesn't like taking orders from Sawyer. No. You no. can see that happening. He's not a fan There's of a little that. power struggle here. Yeah. Yeah, this episode. I like mm-hmm. it. Things have changed, you yep. know? The table how the the turns tables have right? tabled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> that's the saying. Radzinski and Jin in the flame station, a, a computer starts blinking and Radzinski Yeah, and Kermit says, the Frog is on one of the TVs. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I'm like, what is this guy doing? He's building little toothpick castles <laughs> watching and watching Kermit. Kermit. You know, it's Kermit hour. No Jin. wonder this guy went crazy. Come on, Quan, leave me alone. It's Kermit hour, all right? Quit <laughs> busting in during my Kermit time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Radzinski says it's a motion sensor that was tripped and a hostile's inside the perimeter. And Jin grabs his gun and goes running into the jungle. He comes across a scampering person in the tall grass. And it's Saeed. Saeed made it back in time too. Here he is. Jin and Saeed say hello for a quick moment. And then as Radzinski shows up behind them, Jin gets aggressive and puts on a show. Ruining everything. And he holds Saeed at gunpoint and makes him get down. The Dharma van drives across the island. Hurley wraps his head around this new situation. He says, okay, so it's 1977. Sawyer says, yep. Hurley says, and you guys are all members of the Dharma Initiative. Sawyer says, yep. And Hurley says, well, do you realize those dudes get wiped out, right? I saw where all the bodies got dumped. Sawyer says, what about it? Hurley says, well, aren't you going to warn them? Aren't you going to stop it from happening? And Sawyer says, I ain't here to play Nostradamus to these people. Besides, Faraday's got some interesting theories on what we can and can't do here. And Jack says, did you say Faraday? He's here? Sawyer says, not anymore. Uh Uh-oh. In the town, it's a party. Music's playing. And they arrive in their 70s clothes. And Sawyer- And I cannot tell if I love or hate 70s Jack. He's got got like a tight 70s shirt on. Kind of like really, it. It's really funny. Kind of like it in like bell-bottom jeans, kind of. <laughs> it's great. Kind of looks good. Sawyer was like, let me find the craziest shit yeah. to give to Jack. I'm going to dress you up real nice, Jackie Poo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah. Uh, so Sawyer gives them all like puka shell lays and gives them the lowdown to act cool. And Sawyer says, yeah, don't worry. I got covered. Just remember to act a little doped up because you just woke up from the sub. Hurley says, what if they start asking us questions we can't answer? Like, uh, who's president in 1977? <laughs> <laughs> answer Jimmy Carter. Oh, look at you. I looked it wow. up. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> also, he Sawyer reminds them, you know, he's like, you guys aren't supposed to know each other. You're not supposed to meet until right. you get here, basically. Yeah. Miles then shows up asking where he's been, then notices the familiar faces, and Sawyer tells him they are the new recruits and quit staring. And Mike, Miles, not Mike, Miles <laughs> tells Sawyer about how Jin has a hostile at the flame station. Uh, Sawyer calls Jin on the walkie, and Jin then tells Sawyer that it's Saeed and that he was alone. And we cut to Ben and Sun walking through the jungle. Ben is set on going to the main island. Sun asks Ben to wait. But Ben says he's not waiting. He's getting a boat and he's rowing over. Sun asks if Jin is at the main island. Uh, She says, the main island. Is that where Jin is? 
And Ben yep. says, <laughs> Ben says, honestly, I don't know, but that's where I'd start looking. And then Lapita shows up and he says, I got worried when I couldn't find you. So I'm leaving. Where are you? What are you doing out here? Son <laughs> says, Ben knows that there's a boat where there's a boat. I'm going back to the main island with him. Lapita says, you don't think you can really trust this guy, do you? Son says, I have to trust him. And Ben's face turns full-blown creep smirk. And then he goes to the beach to uncover some hidden boats. And Lapidus tries to warn Son about Ben, saying he's dangerous. And Son wants Frank to come with them. He says he needs to stay with the other survivors. And then Ben chirps up and he says, That's right, Frank. A captain's first responsibility is to his passengers. But I have people I have to take care of, too. There's a small dock about a half mile due south across the waters. It leads directly to a town where I used to live. There are resources there. So if anyone can help you and the rest of the plane can get out of here get out of here safely, it and then bam, sun hits Ben over the back of the head with an yeah. oar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. He falls oh. to the floor unconscious. Love it. Kaboom. Yeah. Mhm. And then Lapita says, "I thought you trusted this guy." And she says, "I lied." Oh. I Oof. love badass son. Yeah. She's got a she's got a streak to her. Yeah. Yeah. You don't cross her. No. Mm-hmm. Give that little creep the business, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I yep. like it. Cut to Jack and Kate watching a Dharma orientation video, and Jack gets called over to to Pierre Chang, uh, who welcomes him to the island. Jack tells him his driver was Le Fleur. And Jack gets assigned to the shed as a workman or janitorial work. Exciting. Yeah. So he says, based on your aptitude test. <laughs> <laughs> so basically Sawyer pulled some strings and made Jack a janitor. Yeah. He's like, I got a oh, nice job good. for you. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Then Phil approaches Kate and asks her name. And he looks through his list, and he can't find her name on the list or the sub-manifest. <clears throat> Ruh-roh. Uh-oh. He asks her who her recruiter is, and then Juliet shows up at the last minute and saves her, saying she has some updated information. Phil then walks away, and Juliet shakes Kate's hand and welcomes her to the island. Sawyer and, and Jim. it is tense. It is tense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a moment yep. of tense right she's gonna get found out sawyer and Jin talk about how to handle this thorn in their side by the name of radzinski and he won't leave him alone since saeed showed up and sawyer says he'll handle it and approaches radzinski radzinski is convinced saeed is a spy and he wants to shoot him and sawyer says well i appreciate your input there quick draw but i want to talk to him first give me the damn keys and Radzinski hands over the keys and Sawyer throws them to Jin. He opens the door and drags Saeed out. Saeed sees Sawyer and has a look of surprise on his face. And they sit him down in a chair. And Sawyer says, my name's Lafleur. I'm head of security. I want you to listen real carefully to what I got to say. And if you do that, you'll be fine. Understand? He's kind of giving them eyes, like yeah, crazy like, eyes, you know? like, play along, like, buddy. Yeah. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing Sawyer's head of security. Oh, yeah. Or they would have been time. screwed. Mm-hmm. 
Saeed nods, and Sawyer tells him to identify himself as hostile, which Saeed does. And Sawyer and Jin... Well, he's like, we don't consider ourselves hostiles, but yes. That's what I am. That's what I am, something like that. Sawyer and Jim grab Saeed and pull him out, and Radzinski puts up a stink saying he's going to come with them, or better yet, he's going to tell Horace all about this. Oh, Radzinski, just go back to your Kermit. Yeah. Hey, Radzinski, it's Kermit time, remember? It's Kermit hour, you know? You don't want to mm-hmm. miss when Miss Piggy shows up because that's no. the best part of the show. Yep. So I heard Fozzie's going to be there too. Oh, you He's can't like, miss Fozzie. Yeah, right? Right, Ritzinski? Come on. Come on. Yeah, that that would do the trick. And Sawyer gets in his face, says, fine, talk away. And then he leaves. At night in the water, Frank and Son park their boat on a dock and walk for flashlights. And the dock looks like it's in disarray. Mm-hmm. And it leads up to uh, the uh, town there. And there's some noise and crashing. And there's like, the it's all boarded up. Yeah. And they stop. And Sun's like, probably just an animal. Yeah, probably. Yeah, still, uh, yeah. it could be a boar that's going to come out and gore you. Or a polar bear, either or. Or a polar bear. You know, yeah. it's not like the animals are necessarily safe on this island. Or a smoke monster, lest we forget. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they walk into the Dharma camp, and it's a mess. Looks abandoned. Signs hanging off and swinging. Never good look. And then there's a light that turns on in a house, and the door slowly creeps open. Oh, it's terrifying. And there's just a man standing in the doorway as a silhouette. And he says, hello. And out walks Christian Shepherd. God, this guy again. He introduces What's himself. What's his deal? And Son says, I'm looking for my husband. His name is Jim Kwan. Jin Kwan, not Jim. Jin Kwan. <laughs> Do you know where he is? And Christian says, follow me. And they all enter a dark room. This ain't creepy at all. You know? Crossover. Nope. Creepy waiting why can't areas. You turn the light on in this room. Yeah. Also, why do we need to go in here? I think we can have this conversation out here. Yep. Probably back on the dock. In fact, let's go for a moonlit row. Oh, I that's think that'll, lovely. That'll let the uh, information sink in a little better. Yeah. You know? There's photos on the wall, and Christian looks through the years of photos and lands on 1977. And Son says, where's my husband? And he says, ah, here we go, 77. He's uh, he's with your friends. And she says, what are you talking about? What friends? And Christian hands Son a photo of the Dharma group, including Jack, Kate, and Hurley. And Christian says, I'm sorry, but you have a bit of a journey ahead of you. Flash cut to the Namaste welcome where the photo was taken in the Dharma van Comes in with a 14J, you know, the minor security situation of Saeed. Yep. And Sawyer pulls Saeed into a jail cell. And Sawyer tells Phil to bring Saeed some food because we're not damn savages. And then closes the cell door. But Saeed, he gives Saeed just a little subtle nod as he walks away. Don't worry. I got you. We got this. Yeah. Taking care of this. At night, Jack asks Phil where James LaFleur is, and Phil points to a house and tells him to call him LaFleur. He hates being called James. And Jack knocks on the door, and out pops Juliet. And Jack can't believe his eyes. And he hugs her, and he says, uh, uh, I was looking for Sawyer. I guess I came to the wrong house. And she goes, no, you didn't. Come on in. 
Because we're together now. Yeah. How mm-hmm. you like them apples, Jack? He's putting the pieces together, this Jackie. He comes in, and Sawyer's sitting there reading his book. And Juliet excuses herself, saying she's sure they have a lot to talk about. And Jack sits down, and they chat. Sawyer tells Jack about Saeed and how he had to improvise, but he's safe. Jack asks where to go from here, and Sawyer's thinking through it. And Jack wants to scramble, saying it looks like he's just sitting there reading a book. And Sawyer, Mm -hmm. he laughs, and he goes, (laughs) and then he goes full lock, and he says, I heard once Winston Churchill read a book every night. He goes full lock. (laughs) Yeah, he kind of does. He says, even during the Blitz, he said it made him think better. It's how I like to run things, I think. I'm sure that doesn't mean that much to you, because back when you were calling the shots, you pretty much just reacted. Oh. See, you didn't think, Jack. And as I recall, a lot of people ended up dead. Woo! Woo! Shots fired. Shots fired, Shots Sammy Joe. fired. Yowza. Jack, Jack says, I got us off the island. And so he says, but here you are. <sighs> right back where you started. So I'm going to go Yikes. back to reading my book. And I'm going to think, because that's how I saved your ass today. And that's how I'm going to save Saeed's tomorrow. All you got to do is go home, get a good night's rest, let me do what I do. Oh, Who's man. in charge now? Big yeah. Daddy Sawyer in Big the house. Daddy. <laughs> Sawyer shows Jack the door and says, now Don't let it hit relief. your ass on the way out. <laughs> Jack says, yeah, and then walks out. Outside, Sawyer looks over to see Kate. And then and Jack get... goes around and kicks dirt on Sawyer's yeah. house. No, you take this dirt inside your house, stupid house, anyways. And I want Kermit. Uh, yeah, where's, where's Rosinski? We're going to watch Kermit together. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they give Kate and Sawyer, they give each other like a little wave, you know, a little smirk and a wave. Smirk and a wave. <laughs> inside the security station, a boy shows up with a bagged lunch. Oh, boy. Saying he's going to deliver here. the prisoner sandwich. Yeah, I was like, I think I know who this boy is. Yep. Phil allows him to come in. I think we know who this creep is. <laughs> I wrote down, oh, shit, this kid is going to be Ben. He and asks. Well, I'll, hold on. I'll, uh, yeah, you go, and then I'll tell you my notes after. He asks Saeed if he's a hostile and what his name is. And Saeed introduces himself and asks the boy what his name is. And he says, Ben. And Saeed says, it's nice to meet you, Ben. Boom. Lost title. God. So my notes were, oh, shit, this kid is going to be Ben. Oh, yeah, that kid is Ben. Creepy <sighs> AF Ben. I feel like the kid version of Ben is way less creepy, though. Seems wholesome. I don't know. I think he I does feel a like pretty the actor good creepo. Kid. I don't know. He should have creeped it up more. I, I as a I kid actor, a good job. I would have killed it as as a kid, Ben. Yeah? Yeah, I would have been perfect creep. You would have been real creep. creepy. I could have done super creep, Ben. That's like super the role of creep, a lifetime. Super creep. You're super creepy. Yeah. Hello, what's your name? No, Saeed, that's not right. Here's your sandwich. I'd be a good Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways... You want some uh, trivia there, Sam and Joe? Sure, you got any final yeah. thoughts? No. Come on, this this episode wasn't so bad. Yeah, no, it was pretty good. It was pretty namaste, good. Sammy Joe. Namaste. Yeah, but it's not really namaste, but okay. Okay. 
I was like, oh, we're going to get some answers about the Dharma Initiative. Nope. We did get Jack in a 70s shirt, though. Not worth it. (laughs) All right. So trivia, here we go. The song Dharma Lady by Geronimo Jackson can be heard playing while the picture of the new recruits is taken. I love their Geronimo Jackson. Yeah, GJ, man. And as the plane's co-pilot issues a mayday call... He briefly picks up a transmission of an automated voice reciting the numbers. Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah. The origin of the transmission is unknown, but the voice is very similar to the Dharma Initiative's original broadcast from the radio tower. Alternatively, the the English DVD captions of the episode simply propose it was an automated cockpit warning. Hmm. Hmm. Well, subtitles always gets it wrong. <laughs> they screw up a lot of things. Uh, the Dharma Initiative appears to use the code 14J to signify a security alert. The same alert was heard when Alex tripped the panic switch at the sonar fence in the shape of things to come. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the first episode this season in which Terry O'Quinn, John Locke, does not appear. Don't like that. No Lockie. This is the seventh episode, which takes place completely on the island. Wow. Even though they're kind of on the air in the they beginning. They are in the air, yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't say it's all on the island, but it's not and on, on mainland. they're on two islands. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And when Jin visits Stuart Rudzinski at the flame station to see where Ajira, the Ajira plane landed, Rudzinski is building a model of, did you know what he was actually building? No. It's a model of the hatch, the original hatch, or the swan station. Remember oh, that room? Oh, yes. He did yeah, say it, it was a swan station. Yeah, it kind of looked like igloo. Yeah. 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 So there you have so it, Sammy Joe. So he wasn't Joe. really doing it for nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That um, is the trivia for this I, episode. I'm surprised there's no trivia on what namaste means. Oh, yeah. And why it's called namaste. Right. I was waiting to see if there would be, uh, you know, if you were going to say that. Nope. Certainly didn't. Well, it is um, a Hindu greeting. Sounds and familiar. I feel like you already pulled this once. Probably. Um, it's So it's Sanskrit, and it means... There's a couple of different like interpretations, but the one that I like the most is the light in me bows to the light in you. Right. I remember you saying that. And a lot of, a lot of people say this in yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good reminder. So, but it doesn't, doesn't go with this episode. No. Okay. That's why I was hoping there would be some trivia on why it was called that, but Gotcha. That's yeah. just what they say when they greet when they greet each other on the island. But is it? Yeah. They're all saying namaste to each other. Okay. They said namaste on the wall, on the banner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. I don't think they're really embodying what that <laughs> they're means, not using though. it correctly no <laughs> they're using it more especially like especially because they're like 
we're going to murder everybody else. Yeah. That isn't we part of our group. We have a with, war with the islanders here. Yeah. So <laughs> we have really uh, fences like... that blow up their heads if they cross the uh, the invisible fence. Yeah. But also, namaste, my light bows to your light. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what was your favorite moment of Buffy? Favorite moment of Buffy was... You know what? I kind of like rack. I kind of like everything that's happened in the in the rack in the rack. Rack in world. The rack club. The rack yeah. room. The rack room. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Count Rackula. Mm. That guy's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of like what's going on there. It's twisted and weird. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll see more of him. So I'll go with that. Okay. I um. This episode's rough, man. Emotionally, it's rough. But I like at the end that Willow asks for help and admits that she has a problem and needs help. Yeah. And Buffy's not like, well, fuck you, you know? She's like, right. okay. Well, that would be very unbest friend. It would her. be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's your favorite moment of Lost? Uh, I, I gotta say it's a tie between Sun knocking out Ben. Yep. And the Jack Sawyer exchange when Sawyer's reading and is like, well, back when you called the shots, you pretty much just reacted. But I actually <laughs> yeah. think like that whole scene, I was like, yeah. yeah, I like it. That's my favorite moment is when he puts Jack in his place yeah. and tells him how he likes to think. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Which is important. Yeah, That's it a, is. It's a, it's a good way to handle situations. Sometimes you just got to relax and think about it. I agree. Don't react. Don't scramble. Yeah. Hashtag stop the scramble. Yes. We should really sell that t-shirt. We should. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what episode wins, Sammy Joe? You go first. I'm going to give it a tie this week. I think I am too. I enjoyed Lost, but I think there was some good emotional character development moments in Buffy. Yeah. Okay. And and Lost also frustrated me because more questions, no answers. So. Okay. Kind of had mixed feelings about it. All right. Definitely like seeing Sawyer though in this yeah. in this role. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. He's he's the sheriff, sheriff in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen next on Buffy? All right. So Willow, she says that she's out of the magics. Okay. She's going cold turkey. Mm-hmm. And maybe she will for a little bit, but the suppression is going to kill her. It's going to be a really, it's going to be a tough, you know, tough thing to suppress. Yeah. Okay. And uh, when it finally does come out, it's going to unleash like crazy and it's going to, you know, it's really going to do some damage. But I think her being able to stay away from it for a little while, maybe she'll be able to control it at that point. Mm-hmm. And she'll enter a new level of magic consciousness. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Where she kind of like becomes like a magic Jedi. Okay. Kind of like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she's going to only use it for good. And she okay. won't use it to close curtains or nothing anymore. Only when it really, when she really needs it. Only when her friends are in peril and danger, 
and she only uses her powers for good. With great power comes great responsibility, Sammy Joe. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Uncle Ben. All right. Is that a good enough prediction to add on to all my shite bangers that I apparently have? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, does, I mean, I'm assuming that replaces some of your other ones. Does it? Does it? You tell me. See, this is what I'm talking about. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) All right. I probably have some better ones in the past, so I'll let you just kind of sort through them. Great. <laughs> um, what do I think is going to happen next on Lost? Thanks for asking me, Pat. Yeah, what's going to happen? Um, well, I think that I think that eventually they're all going to meet on the same the same timeline. Okay. And that'll probably not happen until the end of this season. Maybe right. maybe next season. Um. But every, they're all going to be on the same timeline, all the original Oceanics. Even um, Locke? Yeah, even Locke. Okay. Because he's dead in some timelines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not dead, though. He's not dead in the Ajira timeline. Right. What's up with that? I don't know. Oh, okay. But Christian Shepard doesn't seem to be either. Right. That's true. Um, I would like to know what's going on with Claire, but I also wouldn't be surprised if we just never see her again. <laughs> they just completely write her off. <laughs> and that's just it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think we're going to see her again. And I think for sure next episode we'll actually get Locke. Okay. Um, and he's going to be the new leader because, you know, Frank is gone. Jack is gone. Yeah. So I think he's going to be the new leader of this group. Okay. All right. That's an interesting one. Yeah. All right. Uh, media recommendations. What do you got? Um, Dave and I have been reading American Gods by Neil Gaiman and it's really good. And Mm -hmm. I know there's a show like yep. miniseries um so we're we're gonna finish the book first and then nice. watch it Did, have you watched the series no i have not you like neil gaiman though right you like his stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's good. have you read his stuff have you like read his books or mostly just seen the movie i've seen Coraline. okay <laughs> that's it <laughs> i'm sure there's something else i've seen you probably wouldn't have seen star i took his master class does oh, that count okay. for something? Sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. American Gods. Yeah. It's good. Crazy good, though. Okay. What about uh, you? I have a film to recommend, and mm-hmm. I was on the fence, and I was unsure about how I felt about this film for most of the time I was watching it, but I feel like it got better near, like, Halfway through, okay. Like if you stick through it, it gets better. <laughs> okay. But the first like hour is bonkers. It's like out of this world, weird and crazy, and just like kind of cartoonish. And oh, like, what boy. is going on? And then it kind of cleans its act up a little bit, and then it becomes like a real movie after that. 
and like there's some thing there's some twisted things that happen and some things that you haven't seen in other movies so it's you know it's very in in that respect it's it's an interesting watch because never seen anything like it so this movie is called babylon (laughs) (laughs) yeah really really bearing the lead babylon i've been wanting to see that yeah so that is with margot robbie and brad pitt and it's directed by damien chazelle it just came out uh last year or at the beginning of this year and it's got toby mcguire in it too Yeah, yeah he has a small part but uh, flopped at the box office. They spent a ton of money on it. And it's kind of a big long. It's like three hours long. Yeah, it's three hours. Jesus. Yeah. So it's a big epic. It You know, it takes place over many years. Uh, wow. But uh, it, I think it's worth seeing. But the first hour, I was like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into here. Because it's just the pacing and and uh, the things. Like, it's kind of fantastical. It's, it kind of reminded me in a way like a really hard r like rated moulin rouge for the first hour i was gonna say i think that's probably why like i know it's not baz lerman but it has that baz lerman vibe a little bit baz lerman if he was like on a bad acid trip is what i'll say which is crazy because his movies are already kind of nuts it's nuts but like it's zany but also kind of gross and like there's just there's some violent it's just it's like crazy. i couldn't i couldn't get through um the wolves of wall street oh what wolf of wall street yeah, yeah because it's single that was <laughs> <Just one laughs> no, i was like wait no it's only one <laughs> um, you couldn't get through it that's a no, great movie because it was so it was just Out there yeah yeah you might have a tough tough time uh, with this one okay well that's too bad but it is i don't know i kind of i liked it I liked it. I give it like a seven out of ten. It was just so there was just so much depravity in Wolf of oh, Wall yeah. Street. There's that I way more. It. There's way more in this one. All right. Well, I probably won't watch it then. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's twisted, twisted. But there's moments of like tense, anxiety-inducing, like thriller, almost kind of horror-esque things, and there's like crazy, oh, wild, comedic things that happen. I'm just it's in just a place where I just place. need like light, funny stuff. <laughs> you like my mom. That's what, uh, what she like, does. But like, you know, I, I'm not always like that. You know that. Like, I love She's Quentin like, Tarantino, make nice but I'm movies. like, <laughs> but I'm like, right now, I just like, I just need fluffy stuff. Yeah, just where you're at. That's just where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, once you uh, head to the darkness again, you know. <laughs> once I can start. Uh. Once I can go back to. Um, the last the of last us. of us then i then i'm ready for this movie <laughs> yeah you know, ratchet up and hit babylon while you're at it okay <laughs> yep so there you go babylon you can find it on paramount plus is where i saw it okay yeah cool all right cool well what do you say there sammy joe why don't we wrap this thing up huh wrap it up all right thanks for tuning in to kicking and streaming episode 105 you can always find us on google Podcasts, stitcher spotify apple Podcasts, all the places leave us a five-star review tell your friends family and neighbors pets and all your friends yeah yeah and what else follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at kickstream pod 
Uh, and if we entertain you, you can throw us a few bones on Buy Me a Coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod. You can send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com. And always, always remember, remember that, that streaming, streaming is, is better, better with Kermit the Frog. Ooh, that's, that's, that's a good one. Thank you. And Ritzinski, I guess. Nah, I don't think screaming's better. <laughs> nah, leave him out. Maybe Just keep rack. It Kermit hour. I oh, thought you rack. were gonna say rack. Yeah, yeah, I should have said rack. Yeah, I was racking my brain for something. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. All right, we'll see you next week for episode 106. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.